I recall to mind this day the amazing testimony of Captain Caleb. It happened that he was deployed on a military assignment and while on the battlefield, he was shot in the stomach. For lack of poor medical care, the situation deteriorated. He could practically do nothing for himself. Everything that withered, his body had given way. His intestines were decayed. His friends and family could not bear his situation anymore. So they carefully abandoned him in an uncompleted building with sufficient food and water to survive for a few days. One night, something miraculous happened. As he slept, he had a dream. And in that dream, he saw a man in a white lab coat walk to the place he laid with two nurses by his side. He said the man walked up to him, cut him open, took out the damaged intestines and replaced them with a brand new set of intestines he came with. When the man was done with the surgical procedure, he turned back to him as he prepared to leave and smiled, leaving him with these words, I am Dr. Jesus. I am Dr. Jesus. When this man woke up the next morning, he was completely healed of his disease. The terrific odor was gone. The pain was gone. He stood up restored by the power of the Most High God. He took his things and returned home. When the family members saw him, they all ran for cover, for they assumed it was his ghost. I testify today to the healing power of the Lord Jesus Christ. The saving power of the Lord Jesus Christ. I introduce you today to Dr. Jesus, the healer, the deliverer, the wonderful Savior. An amazing testimony from scriptures. Another one I want to share with you this morning is from the Gospel of Mark chapter 10 verse 46 to 47. Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. There are three points I would like to draw your attention to in this passage of scripture this morning. And the first is, the crowd, the crowd, the crowd. A blind beggar needed the king of glory to stop for him and heal him of his blindness. But the crowd was his greatest opposition. Imagine if the crowd was a great limitation for Zacchaeus, a rich, healthy, and wealthy man then what would have been the fate of this blind and poor beggar? If a man, Zacchaeus, with his two eyes, had to run ahead of the crowd and climb a tree to be able to see the Lord Jesus Christ, according to the Gospel of Luke, then what hope is there for a blind man like Bartimaeus who was unable to find his way? But friends, in every man, there is a divine potential that is implanted by God to enable such a man to overcome the limitation of the crowd. For Zacchaeus, he could use his legs to run 
and he could run even faster than most of the crowd following Jesus. For this blind man, God gave him a loud voice with which he could shout until the Savior stood still for him. The noise from the crowd could not overshadow the voice of a completely blind man who was desperate for his miracle. Friends, if your voice cannot overshadow the noise of the crowd, you may not be able to secure the attention of the Savior. <laughs> you must be desperate. You must use that which God has given unto you to shut down the crowd. The crowd is there to tell you a hundred and one reasons why you will not succeed. The crowd is there to tell you that you will not make it. The crowd must have formed their own opinion. So the first thing you have to deal with is the crowd. Yes, the crowd. You must rise above their noise. You must rise above the opinion, the judgment, the behavior of the crowd. You must be ready to shout in a holy desperation to gain the attention of the miracle worker. Brother, sister, don't get lost in the crowd. Don't let the crowd overwhelm you. You must rise to get your miracle. You must get past the crowd. The second thing that is very critical to observe from the scripture is that you must have a revelation of who Jesus truly is. Who is this Jesus? In verse 47, when the blind man heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Although he was informed that the one passing was one Jesus of Nazareth, he had a personal revelation, a personal divine revelation, that this Jesus is more than the one from Nazareth. This Jesus must be the son of David. And aside from the fact that he is the son of David, this man understood that this Jesus carried something called mercy. Only Jesus could have mercy on him. Wow! Wow! That is a high level of divine revelation. Even the disciples of Jesus did not know who Jesus was after following him for three and a half years. When Jesus asked them, who did think he was in Matthew chapter 16 he asked them who do you think I am they all had some very funny and weird description of our understanding of him some say it was Elijah another say this or that until Peter said you are the son of the living God so what those who could see did not know was revealed to him that was blind how did he know that this Jesus was the son of David? The crowd presented the normal Jesus of Nazareth to him, but he connected to Jesus not as one of Nazareth, but as the son of David, full of mercy. Friends, if you do not connect to Jesus by revelation, it might be difficult to experience his healing and delivering power. You must gain an understanding of Jesus as a healer if you want to be healed. You must recognize him as your provider if, if you want him to meet all your needs. You must recognize him as your Lord if you want him to take charge of your life. The revelation of Jesus is key 
to the miraculous power of God. I say that again. The revelation of Jesus is key to the miraculous power of God. Number three, you must be radically unstoppable. You must be radically unstoppable. As soon as he started shouting to get the attention of the Lord, the crowd rose against him and rebuked him to be quiet. Can you imagine that his voice was so loud that he overshadowed the noise of the crowd? His cry for the Savior irritated the empty crowd who followed without purpose. But the young man radically cranked up the volume of his voice. Sir, as you desperately cry to get the attention of the Lord, the purposeless, wandering crowd will rise against you. They will do all they can to stop and limit you. They just want you to remain in that same situation you are in. The blind man was different. He was unstoppable. Every attempt to get him quiet resulted in louder and thundering shout. Yes, that is the spirit. How can those going nowhere stop the one who is desperate for an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ? Many people have been shut down in life. Many have been relegated. Many have been humiliated. Many have been harassed to submission. And many have been deprived of their healing because of the intimidating crowd. Dear friend, if you want your marriage back, you better shout louder and louder until Jesus stands still for you. You want your healing from cancer, brother, shout them all. You want your breakthrough and you want to see again. Do you want spiritual vision to be restored? Your spiritual vision to be restored? Then this is the time to cry and shout even louder than ever. Shout and shout them all. Don't let them stop you. Don't let the crowd hinder you from experiencing the Savior. Jesus shouted and was hard. For Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7 tells us that while Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. Our Lord Jesus did not allow the scribes and the Pharisees to stop him. No way. He did not allow the wicked people around to stop him. He prayed with loud cries and tears. Friends, there is a season in your life when you cannot afford to be doing swag. You need to shout. Many people have packaged themselves out of their miracles because of their swag. They cannot worship. They cannot shout in the place of prayer with tears and loud cries. They just want things to happen. Sometimes you need to be very desperate and serious with him that you believe. As this blind man shouted more and more, Jesus stood and asked the same crowd who attempted to stop him to call him. Verse 49 says, Jesus stopped and said, call him. Call him. So they called the blind man. Cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Oh, wow. Wow. He got what he wanted. So the crowd also knew how great it was when the master calls for you. Can you imagine what the crowd told him? They said, cheer up. He is calling you. So they were doing everything possible to stop his joy. But thanks.
thank God for the man who refused to be intimidated. He shouted until the Savior stopped and asked him what he wanted. So shocking for me to see that the man who was crying for mercy wanted to see. The blind man appealed first to the mercy of Jesus before making his request for sight and vision. Mercy must come before the request. The mistake is that we often place our request first without asking for mercy. It is mercy that will make him ask you what you want from him. Mercy is what gives you the open check to place any demand on God. A man who asks for the mercy of God has gained access to the nature and personality of God. What do you want? Stop putting your need first. Use mercy as your negotiating instrument. Mercy brings favor. God showed Joseph mercy and then Joseph found favor in prison. Heaven always stops for a man crying for mercy. Verse 52 says, Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. The blind man received the sight. Dr. Jesus did it again. The man received the sight and followed Jesus along the road. That same Dr. Jesus is here today to heal you of every infirmity and sickness. Now, not tomorrow, now. If you have any form of sickness or infirmity, I will join you by faith. And I believe that the prayer of faith will raise you and heal you completely right now in the name of Jesus Christ. But first, call for his mercy. When mercy is in place, you will be made whole forever. Your faith will heal you. Your faith will restore you. Go beyond the crowd. Go beyond the crowd. Be radically unstoppable. Dr. Jesus is here this morning and he wants to heal your body. He wants to restore your marriage. He wants to heal your emotions. He wants to heal you from within. He wants to restore you. He wants to quicken you. He wants to remove that shame, that pain, that blindness, that struggle, that limitation, that challenge. He wants to give you a new beginning. Yes, this is the moment. Thank you for the healing power of God right now flowing, 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 bringing healing to the mortal bodies, to emotions, to sights. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Right now, according to the word of God, I release the power of God right now. I release the anointing of Jesus that brings deliverance. Command HIV to bow. I command cancer to be healed right now. I command that kidney disease, pain in the back, that emotional distress, depression, suicidal thoughts. I command them now to be lifted, for burdens are lifted at Calvary. In the name of Jesus, I decree deliverance. I cast out the spirit of infirmities, the spirit of sickness, diseases, Command the powers to the broken and broken completely. Release the anointing of Jesus. Be healed. Dr. Jesus has made you whole. Amen.